It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, my Bears traded down from number one. And Tony Kornheiser. It looks like the Wilbon mock draft 3.0 will go all the way to the ninth pick now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is, Tony. And we got free agency. You know, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm, I'm trying to be <laughs> a good fan with, you know, support just, Ryan Paul. You're not That's locked today. in. You're not huh? locked in. Yeah, you you'd be surprised. the draft. You loathe the combine. I do. You loathe I hate everything them about both. it. You're not locked, locked in. in. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. Go first. In today's episode, the Raiders land Jimmy Garoppolo. The USA loses in baseball. And Scotty Scheffler wins the Players' Championship. But we begin today with the NCAA Men's Tournament. Alabama is the overall number one seed, followed by Houston, defending champion Kansas, and Purdue. Last year's runner-up, North Carolina, went from the penthouse to the outhouse. They were not selected. Wilbon, what are your takeaways from the bracket? I don't, I don't have plural takeaways. I have one takeaway, that there are so many good teams. I, did, I have spent the last two weeks specifically, as you know, because I've called you enough times during these games, and the last month in general watching college basketball, which I hadn't since last year. The Super Bowl does that. It pinches the whole college basketball season. But I've spent a lot of time lately, Tony, and what I know is there's nobody that looks like, you know, the, the Grant Hill, Christian Leighton, or Mike Krzyzewski Duke teams. There's nobody that yeah. looks like Grandmama Vegas. There's nobody that looks like Patrick Ewing and Georgetown. And I'm talking about that's, that's relatively old school for some people. There's not that because they don't stay long enough because they don't stay long enough to become great in college. They may become great somewhere else. You, you, you want to see great now, you got to look at the women's Final Four bracket. You can find South Carolina, you can find great. So my takeaway, Tony, is I don't know what the hell I'm looking at. It's fun. I'm no. excited. I think there's real chance for drama here and excitement here and upsets and number ones going out and all the stuff that makes the tournament a great, fun thing in American sports culture. But as I look at this, do I see the kind of teams you and I grew up on and got excited about? No, no, I don't. No, no, no. I'll get to that in a second. First of all, what I want to say is that Alabama as the overall number one is not going to escape national scrutiny in the way they may have escaped local scrutiny. There are two players on that team, including the star of stars, Brandon Miller, who are connected to uh, the fatal shooting of a young woman. And one of their former teammates, an ex-teammate now, is one of the people charged with murder in that case. So that's not going away. Okay, that's not going away. Second thing I want to say is I'm sort of in your camp I walk into this tournament not as backgrounded as I usually am. I think there are reasons for this. One is that the Super Bowl extends into February. And then when you think, you know, you can concentrate on college basketball, then the NBA drops two bombs. They trade Kevin Durant and they trade Kyrie Irving. And you have to pay attention to that at the expense of college basketball. I think with these limited field events and the big money events in golf, golf has been great lately. And as you say, there's no one star team. 
So there's no one team like South Carolina is in the women's bracket. Instead, you can root for or against. And so I walk in here not in a great position. Position. I have two things I want to say, though. One is Duke. I don't know how Duke is a five, Mike. Duke is 26-8. and eight. They won nine in a row. They won the ACC tournament. Texas is 26-8. and eight. They won the Big 12 tournament. They're a two. Legitimately a two. Duke should have been a three or a four. And one other thing for me is I was happy when one of your homie schools, Arizona, beat UCLA in the Pac-12 tournament to get Great Mick game. Cronin to shut up. Because he oh, said a few weeks now. ago, oh, it's, oh, it's comical. It's just comical that Arizona is rated ahead of, of us. But it's comical really. now. How does that taste It looks now? great, though. So I wanted to say those things. Mick Cronin. Yeah. Mick Cronin dressing like, as you used to say, a real adult, huh? Is it, come on, coaches are creeping back slowly into suits. And I, I like that. I like that look on Mick Cronin. Let's move Not to the women's draw. Not your boy Nate no. Well, Nate Oates is wearing some jackets. He, didn't, he doesn't get the tie thing yet. He doesn't understand what's going on. Yeah, Women's he's draw wearing Wim Sanderson. Where defending champ South Carolina is the obvious number one seed. Shout out, Wim. The Gamecocks are 32-0 on the season. 32-0. Just won the SEC yeah. and boasts six seniors, including reigning National Player of the Year, Aaliyah Boston. Tone, do you give any other program a puncher's chance even against South Carolina? Okay, South Carolina is the best team. And they went out and they proved it time after time after time. Okay, they took on all comers and they beat them all, if I'm not mistaken here. They beat Stanford, which is a number one. They beat Maryland, which is a two. They beat UConn, which is a three. They beat LSU. Uh, no, UConn's a two. They beat LSU, UConn's which is a, a three. Two. They beat UConn's Tennessee, which is a four. And they beat UCLA, which is a four. So you lined them up and they knocked them down. And, and I think you get a lot of credit. That's what UConn used to do. Schedule everybody and beat everybody. I think that they would probably win, but, and there's always a but, Mike. There's a but nobody has repeated since UConn, I believe, in 2016. All right? Well, that's um, two they went to ago. They, they went to overtime against Stanford, I believe. They went to overtime against Ole Miss, I believe. And, and even in those great runs that Tennessee had and UConn had, every once in a while, Stanford, a Notre Dame, a Baylor came in and they won. So, yeah, it's possible South Carolina could lose. It is possible, Tony. And you got some interesting number twos. I mean, first of all, they could lose to Stanford, as you just mentioned, and they could lose to the number two team in that bracket, which is Iowa, in that part of the bracket. I don't know about Virginia Tech. I'm not giving Virginia Tech that puncher's chance, even though it's a one seed, they should have it. But, yes, you don't want to – how many times do you want to play UConn? You want to give UConn a bunch of chances, uh, chances to beat you? No, you don't want to do that. Um, even though I would favor South Carolina, so would the Ozmakers, I'm sure. Indiana, I give a puncher's chance. I don't know about Utah. But, Tony, I think Maryland, I know they drubbed Maryland. I don't know that you want to see them again in a rematch. So what South Carolina has done, they, they got the powerhouse right now. And so everybody's That's trying right. to take a shot at them. And it's fun. I think, I just think the women's bracket, AZ Flood, by the way, is back. With UConn, I, I don't know if she played in the first game, but she's back. That team is bolstered. I just think the women's tournament, I'm going to have more fun watching that in this context. Shoot at South Carolina. Let's see what you got. Take your best shot. Yep. And every time South this, Carolina, when the Gamecocks line it up, you're going to want to see them play that's right. Dawn Staley. That's right. If you're going to be a dynasty, 
Go out there and beat everybody. Earn it in the dirt, like Tiger likes to say. That's how you become a dynasty. Let's go to the NFL and a lot of recent movement. Your Bears traded out a number one last Friday to the Carolina Panthers in return for wide receiver DJ Moore and this year's number nine pick, plus a couple of seconds and a first next year. Today, the Raiders are giving Jimmy Garoppolo a three-year deal for $67.5 million. The Broncos signed tackle Mike McClinchy for five years and $87.5 million. And there are reports they intend to sign free agent guard Ben Powers off of the Ravens. Wilbon, where do you want to start? Well, Tony, I just think the free agency flurry is interesting. There's some places where people are getting help. Um, you have blamed Russell Wilson, and I do not, for the Broncos' collapse last year. And I like what Peyton is doing, what Sean Peyton is doing, is immediately bolstering the help around Russell Wilson. So he doesn't have to That's try right. and do what he can't do anymore in his early 30s or whatever oh, yeah, he is. He can't do that anymore, so don't. All right? So like what the Bears have done quietly, smaller names, and the trade down, yes, I like that. Ryan Pohl still got a lot to prove, a lot to prove. Because you can have picks and you can have money, but you've got to go out and get players. And he is starting that process. And so far, Tony, there's no need to give him anything other than a really good grade for that. So in the aggregate, these moves are important. The 49ers going out and hitting a dominant interior defensive lineman when they've already got the arguably the best defense. I think in the aggregate, these moves are important. I'm not going to say there's one, oh, my God, move. But the teams are making themselves better, and they're going for it. Good for them. I'm not going to argue with anything you said. I'm going to bring something up, though. I am surprised that your Bears traded all the way down for the number nine. I would have thought that they could get the number three or the number four or the number five and not go all the way down to nine. Because I don't know that the person that they want, you know, they could, like Houston's got to have a quarterback. Indianapolis got to have a quarterback. They could move up, and you wouldn't be going all the way down to nine. I don't know that the person you want, if there's someone the Bears want, is going to be around at nine. And if that's not the case, then they have blown the first overall number one pick they've had in like 80 years. And that is a way for a GM to get himself fired. Now, it's obvious they really like Justin Fields. And I think it's obvious as well that by getting a wide receiver from Carolina, they're saying, we got the quarterback and this is who he's going to throw to. So I respect that. I just didn't know that they had to go necessarily all the way down to nine. I mean, they're, they're not good at trading up, as Mitch Trubisky proved, but all the way down to nine is a different deal. And like you, I like what Sean Payton is doing. Whoever your quarterback is, protect him. Protect him for a few years. You know, make sure your offense runs out of your quarterback. That did not happen last year. Tony, keep this in mind. Hold on, hold on. Keep this in mind. You're not getting Go the ahead. last word on the Go Bears ahead. now. The Bears got Go D.J. Moore, a, a number one, probably number one wide receiver, probably – and okay. they yep. got a two and a one and a two next year, and I think a three the year after that. So the haul is what they were yeah. looking at. This draft is not we'll see. a stellar draft. Next year's draft, and you accuse we'll me of see. not really paying attention to the draft, so now I'm sticking it back in your face. Next year's draft so is thought to be a better draft, and they next have money draft. where you can get players who, who are, are better than the number nine. Don't next ever year's think draft. I'm not paying you attention. You hate the draft. Now yeah. you're into next year's yeah. draft. Like, hate the like game, you're making Mel Kuyper look chintzy. Next Don't hate year. the player. Let's take hate a break. Coming up, Scotty Scheffler rolled to victory at the Players' Championship. Should he be considered the favorite at the Masters? And next should year's manager draft. Mark DeRosa protect his pitchers 
for their major league teams. Tony, I'm, I'm locked How about, in. How about 2025? You see anybody now, like, ready for 2025 that the Bears could get? We, we, we added a third rounder Sid in 25, I know grandchild. Huh? Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Trying to find out what's popping with the populace. Let me see what's first here. Mail time! Here we go. After his win this weekend, do you consider Scotty Scheffler to be the favorite for the Masters? No. Scotty Scheffler has been a beast. So can he win the Masters? Of course he can win the Masters. It's just, it's every swing seems to be the same swing. It's so repetitive, and he has mastered it. But you got Rom, Rory, Finau, Cantlay, Cam Smith, Homa, Shoffley, Zalatoris, Hovland, JT, Morikawa, Matty Fitz. Jordan Spieth is 14th. How about a guy named Matsuyama? You think he can win the Masters? He's 20th. Oh, wait, he's already won. Billy Horschel. That's right. Chris Kirk, who's won this year, is 35th in the rankings. Guys like Fowler, Jason Day, and Justin Rose are back to playing the way we were used to seeing them when they were on the top of the leaderboards, even if not winning. So, Tony, no, I don't consider him any favorite whatsoever. I can't wait for this. There's 50 guys who can win. Yeah, you're right. There's 50 guys who can win. But at the top of that list are two people, and one is Scotty Scheffler, and we know he can win because he won last year, and the other is John Rahm. Scotty Scheffler, in the last year, has won six times in 27 starts. That's fabulous. Rahm, counting PGA Tour wins and worldwide wins, has won six times as well. There's nobody close to them except Rory, who has won four times. A lot of people can win, but you got to have somebody who's already won to make sure that they can win, and that, to me, is Scheffler, who's the number one player in the world right now, deservedly yeah. so, and Rahm is second to me. I'll take to the me. field. I'm going to take the field. You can have them. You can have Scheffler. All right, I'll He's tell great. you what. Give me I'll those two. You, give me those two. Give me Scheffler and Rahm. You can have those two. And you got to bet. You can have them. Take my man you. on a Scottsdale. Rahm, a neighbor. Come on now. Here we go. Is USA manager Mark DeRosa right to prioritize his pitcher's health over the best strategy in the world? Baseball classic. This is not DeRosa's call. 
This ain't his call. I mean, the, the, the interests here are of baseball among particularly United States interests um, and whether or not you want people risking themselves before they start the regular season. Because other teams aren't doing this, Tony. And so he doesn't, this is not his call to make. It's not his prioritization. Other agents of U.S. baseball have done this. They're not, they're not, they're not doing this all over the world. It'll be interesting to see if the United States can bounce back and beat Canada, who's starting a 19-year-old. But I'm not blaming this on him. You can blame it on whoever you want. I'm not going to blame DeRosa. I think his hands are legitimately tied because Major League Baseball teams pay the salaries of these particular pitchers in order to, to do well in Major League Baseball. Not in a very nice event, but an exhibition event. So I don't blame DeRosa. But let me just say this. Let me give you the starting lineup in order of the United States team. Mookie Betts, you ever hear of him? Mike Trout, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, Pete Alonso, Kyle Tucker, Tim Anderson from Chicago, I believe, Will Smith, and batting ninth, Jeff McGill, the National League batting champion. They should never lose a game, Mike. And DeRosa should be able to put Nolan yeah. Ryan out there right now at 75 years old and win yeah, those but games. The Dominican, that, that Tony, lineup, Dominican is lineup is just as good as ours. The Dominican lineup no, is just as good as our we? lineup. No, I'm just Not saying as as we, we lost Not last night to Mexico. But, but Tony, yeah, that, that lineup is a great lineup, but it can also be great beaten. Don't, don't blame DeRosa. Don't do that. But did anybody blame DeRosa, your boy? I question. Did here. I blame the mailbox. him? No. The, the emailer. Let's the blame. emailer blamed DeRosa. Bang the mailbox. <laughs> Let's take one last break. Still to come, the Rams deal away Jalen Ramsey from a Super Bowl winning team. Really? And after three straight losses to the Nuggets suddenly seems shaky. Yeah. Might want to hold that in. DeRosa must vote. have been Just a Cub. Wait, it's coming to me now. DeRosa was on the Cubs. That's why he's not yeah. blamable, right? Wasn't he? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Happy time, people. Happy 51st birthday, Trent Dilfer. Among the least likely quarterbacks to win a Super Bowl, as he did with the defense first Ravens in 2000. Dilfer was 7-1 as a starter after taking over for Tony Banks, who'd been benched. In four postseason games that year, Dilfer completed just 47.9% of his passes, and Baltimore did not re-sign him. You will love this, Wilbon. Dilfer said of today's NFL, and I'm quoting here, it's super easy when you don't get hit as a quarterback and when you can't hit guys across the middle. 
I love Tom here, Brady. Here. I love Aaron Rodgers. It's not impressive, unquote. Dilfer is the new wow. coach at Alabama Birmingham after coaching Lipscomb Academy, a private high school in Nashville, to two state titles. Look, nobody can challenge Tom Brady. But what Dilfer can do, with all honesty, is say the number 12 in his ayahuasca and his dark retreats, I got as many as you, dude. I got as many as you. He can say, and by the way, the Baltimore Ravens, you know what he should say? Bring me back. I'll do it for a lot less than 180 million guaranteed. Happy anniversary, Bryce Drew. On this day, 25 years ago, Coach Homer Drew's son, Bryce, hit a leaning three at the buzzer to lead 13 seed Valparaiso past four seed Ole Miss. Bryce Drew then coached five years at Valpo, went to two NCAAs and two NITs. Coached three years at Vanderbilt, where in his only NCAA appearance, appearance he lost the Northwestern. Bryce yeah. Drew now has Grand Canyon in the NCAAs after winning the Western Athletic Conference Tournament. Meanwhile, his brother Scott became a coaching star at Baylor, where he won the NCAA title in 2021, and he won three straight Big 12 Coach of the Year honors. I was at that game, of course, Tony, Northwestern against Vandy. Only game we've ever won in 100 years of NCAA tournament play, because that's our only appearance until now. That was in Salt Lake. It brought us good luck to be in the West. Maybe being in Sacramento will bring us some more luck being in the West in the first round there. A melancholy trails Bud Grant. The Vikings Hall of Fame coach died over the weekend at age 95. Grant was such a great athlete that he was on the Minneapolis Lakers NBA champions in 1950. He then switched to the NFL, where he played receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles. He then played receiver in the CFL for Winnipeg, which made him their head coach in 1957. Grant led Winnipeg to six Grey Cups in 10 years, winning four. The Vikings hired Grant in 1967. He led them to four Super Bowls, but never won. Bud Grant and Marv Leap are the NFL coaches most ennobled by losing Super Bowls. Grant was stoic and tough and great. His overall record, including playoffs, was 286, 172 and eight. How's that? Tony, you, you think about toughness, and you said that word. I'm going to go back to it. Because I, I got to grow up watching Bears-Vikings. And Bud Grant, I mean, seriously. I mean, Ditka's tough. Ditka may be the toughest one of them all in that group. But Hallis, tough. Forrest Gregg, tough. And look, they weren't always the best. They weren't always the most artistic. But their teams played with their personalities just so definable. And I... I like that. I like having grown up watching that and watching Bud Grant as a rival and competitor. Running out of show and we go to the big finish. The Rams are Let's reportedly trading Jalen Ramsey to the Dolphins for a third rounder. What does that mean? The Dolphins are going for it. I hope the Bears and Ryan Poles are looking at them a little bit. They're going for it now. Ole Miss hired Chris Beard as its new basketball coach. Your thoughts? Uh, the domestic violence charges against him were dropped. It just seems like fairly quick hire. The Nuggets have lost three straight. Is that cause for concern? Yeah, you might want to hold on to those hot, those uh, MVP ballots. Just, just, there's another three weeks left. Chill. Michaela Schifrin set a new overall ski record with her 87th World Cup win. You're impressed, aren't you? Very much so. And also impressed with what she said, that she's just happy to be mentioned in the same sentence with Ingemar Stenmark, whose record she broke. Last one, Suns and Warriors tonight. Do you find that significant? Yeah, for both teams, Tony. For both teams. The Suns still trying to move up in the standings or hold it without Kevin Durant. 
and the Warriors, they're at home tonight where they have to win because they can't buy one on the road. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. Tracy Callahan, as always, thank you. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. Check out the NBA countdown tonight, 7 Eastern. And now, there's SportsCenter. Are you on Countdown? Can we watch you on Countdown tonight? Yes, I am, Tony. Yes, I am.